0: <laughs> Use more tongue
1: Yo 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 What you say Jared
0: I'm fired up boys Fired up a little bit or a lot Uh heavy
1: <laughs> I don't think I've seen Jared this excited In a long long time I mean he walks around like he's got
2: Issues he walks With around, rapid pace. He's, he's walking around here like you walk around Amsterdam.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't walk around Amsterdam. I sit in the corner and just smile. Yeah, but your, your soul kind of floats around. My right? soul floats, but my feet are definitively in a single spot.
0: I thought I was going to walk around like Conor McGregor, but I thought that was too much.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're, uh, we're back. It's party time. Rolling us in. Um, we got a special episode tonight. You know what, Jared? This is your party. Tell everybody that's listening in that hasn't been paying attention to socials or anything. Where are we? What are we doing? And what can we look forward to on this uh, episode?
0: My friends, uh, Wednesday, September 27th, we're at beautiful, sunny Herman Stadium. And before I tell you what we're doing, um, if you haven't been here, come. If you like soccer, also come. This place is absolutely beautiful. The green grass... The facility, the lights, the scoreboard, it don't get much better than this. Um, we are here for a fixture in the NCAA Division One Fixture um, as
1: in game for those of you that are not soccer yes. literate.
0: <laughs> St. Louis versus your Missouri State Bears uh, or your St. Louis Billikens. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun. We, we're we going to have an open house kind of, I think. Um, we got a delicious spot from um, Slew's... Um, team and uh, Zach's went and got a the most phenomenal uh, banner I ever seen and uh, (laughs) we're gonna have a good game Um, that's what we're doing yeah we're down here
2: at SLU and we're on campus and you got the cathedral in the background we've got bounce houses for everybody every home game I believe has you know something for the kids and so definitely worth you know the price of admission to get down here and and watch a match uh, with st. Louis University but we can't
1: promise we'll be here Nope, we can't But uh, <laughs> Which will probably be good for attendance in future matches That might help their attendance <laughs>
2: But yeah, it's, it's, it's it. exciting <laughs> And for the first time, you can actually say It's beautiful sunny Because we're outside And it's actually sunny I mean, the sun's going down, but it's sunny
1: yeah, uh, Accu AccuWeather, Jared. What, what what do you got for us yeah. <laughs> uh, today, man? have seventy four. So Glad it wasn't yesterday.
0: And I'm more so enthralled with the field. I mean, does that green grass yeah. does that do anything for any of you guys? Absolutely. <laughs> it because looks
1: like, it's not as nice as uh, Shire's Yard, but it's really really nice. <laughs> so it's, uh, there's that.
0: Yeah, but this th- this this place has got a soccer field striped on it. Shire's Yard doesn't.
1: Uh no, because if it did, he would kill his children. <laughs> It'd be all over. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so yeah, we are uh, as the two have so eloquently stated prior. Um, we're at Herman Stadium here at Slu University for Slu versus Missouri, Missouri State. Missouri State is currently ranked n- uh, number nine. Nine. Number, number nine. Nine in the nation. Number uh, nine.
0: They're five zero oh, and one.
1: Slu is three three and one, I believe. But but they're unbeaten in their yeah,
0: last three. They won their
1: last three. So, so it's uh, it, it, it will stand to be a, a tough match. We've got some Missouri State alum that are going to pop up. We've got some SLU alum that are going to pop up. A couple names that you guys, I'm certain, are familiar with. Um, so check it out. I want to real quickly thank our supporters, our sponsors, for helping us keep this little engine running up the mountain. Uh, Crescent Plumbing Supply. Uh, they're just, they're just class people. Look, you need anything, you need to fix that bathroom, fix the kitchen, go to them. They've got, they've they've got stuff in stock too. Look, the faucet breaks, kid snaps it, does something dumb, just run up there. Then you don't have to deal with the big box. Um, secondly, I would like to thank Axis Physical Therapy, AxisPT.com. here in Missouri, you no longer need to go to your primary to get a referral. So when the little one, ones or yourself, roll that ankle, pull the muscle, do whatever you do, go to them, get back on track, and go ahead, Zach. On that you
2: point, you know, one of my my children had a little tweak recently, called up to Axies, got an appointment, got in, and not only did the JP work on him from a physical therapy standpoint in general terms, but he also had some exercises that were soccer specific, And I think that's really important. If you've got a soccer injury, you want to go to somebody who can help you repair based on the injury and based on, you know, uh, the sport you're in. And so just a little shout out to the the Axies team there as well.
1: And then uh, last but not least, uh, our buddies, Chris and Bill over at ThePinnacleLoans.com. Actually hooked up with uh, Chris the other day, had a pint talking. They're going to continue the support with the show, so we're looking forward to it. We are just kind of... uh, you know, gr- grateful grateful for what they do, and we're going to have a lot of fun with their with their services moving forward because it's just a lot of stuff that, look, you need a house, you want a house. The The key is, A, finding it, to financing it, and making sure it's simple and quick, and they can help you there. Which brings us to the beloved pinnacle points of the day. Um,
2: Zach. So you guys might know this. I didn't know it until I listened to one of my other favorite podcasts, but did you know, you know who Lars Ulrich is, yeah,
1: yeah, Metallica, of course. Yeah, the
2: drummer for Metallica. Yep. Do you know where he's from originally? Uh, Scandinavian, isn't Denmark. it? Denmark. Yeah. Do you know why he came to the U.S. originally? To play at Missouri State. Nope. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's funny. Well played. That's good. No, he came here to the Balotelli tennis camp, which I is now IMG. I, yeah. In oh. 1980, he was one of the first foreign players to come over. His dad and his dad's brother were all famous tennis players, and he came to the United States to play tennis. Lars
1: Ulrich. So, what's the next chapter, though? How did he end up? So he actually Metall- moved <coughs> drummer for the he, largest band. He though?
2: moved away from Bradenton and went to a high school in California that was kind of a prep school, mm. and got his ass handed to him. And he literally just realized within the first couple weeks. Well,
1: that's where you met James Hetfield, right?
2: Yes. Yep. Yep. And they were a, a year ahead, or he was, James was a year ahead, and they started the band Metallica. And now they just played, um, I guess, up in New York. They only do <laughs> Friday and Sunday gigs now,
1: which is nice. <laughs> in five days to recover. <laughs> yes, which I think is cool. <laughs> I love it. Jared, what you got? Pinnacle point of the day, number two. I'm going to keep you.
0: mine NCAA-centered. Um, we, uh, we're we here on a Wednesday evening uh, watching a midweek max uh, a match fixture. Um, some of our friends, just to give some updates, IU tied Michigan yesterday 0-0 in a hard-fought, rain-filled battle. Uh, Michigan State came back, and um, they tied 2-2. Um, scored a late goal against Oakland, kind of a trap game after they've they've been pretty successful. I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you my opinion, which nobody cares. I don't like midweek match fixtures for NCAA Division I soccer. I think with the traveling and the school week and what goes on, why are we playing midweek
1: games? Hold on, you can't have both sides of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich here because you talk about kids playing and recovery and we used to play seventy two games in a weekend and we recovered. We're all fit, they're athletes.
0: It has nothing to do with the fitness side or the safety side or the health side. I just don't think it's conducive for revenue. I don't think it's conducive for for selling tickets, for having people in your stadiums, for building a culture. Why are we traveling? Why is Oakland why is Michigan State or Oakland going vice versa? It just doesn't make sense to me. Play yeah, but- the games on the weekends like the old times, Friday, Sunday games. And move on with their life. Whoever had this idea to do these midweek games, but if you to get, shit.
1: But if you got to get 20, 22 games in prior difficult. to playoffs, I mean, you're talking about a four-month-plus season. Right. And these are students.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. In 2000, I'll just speak for my timeline, in 96 to 98 to 2001, in that late era, we played the same amount of games, and we had three midweek games. And they were really close regional games. Everything was Friday, Sunday. This horse shit was Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. It's wrong. It's just another thing the NCAA is failing on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Pinnacle point number three of the day is going to come from yours truly. Um, I'll be honest. Oh, we got some guests walking up here shortly. Um, You know, I've been thinking about a few things, you know, because this this game has really uh, struck a chord on socials uh, just in regards to uh, player profile specifically player nationalities etc and I think we as a collective need to be a little bit more open a little bit more realistic about the landscape when it comes to collegiate soccer in yeah. particular uh, it's getting better it's getting more competitive it's it's landing on ESPN plus you know almost every single night it, it, the, the game is growing and in order for US soccer to grow the collegiate game needs to grow along with it and in order for that to happen competitively we do, We un, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, it will involve foreign players uh, because it's a global game and opportunities arise. So I, I don't think there's an answer. I don't think there's a solution to the frustration that some feel about domestic players having limited or less opportunities. I just think... What about age? I, I You know... I th- it can be tweaked for sure. I, I you if they're not pros and they're not being paid, you have the right to set some limits. Well, here's the deal.
2: Every sport in the NCAA has gone through an evolution Correct. over the past 50 years, whether it's title nine or, you know, different influences that change elements of the sport like the pros in basketball or baseball or football, hockey even. I think soccer is likely to go through one again. And I think it's the transfer portals having an impact. I think the international games having Correct. an impact. The MLS, I think, is probably going to get involved at some point and say, hey, we've got to fix this because it's impacting our game with, now with the USL. And there's just a lot of elements that I think are going to come to All a same. point where yeah, we're going to awesome. have to discuss it and, well, and, and get into the age, get into how many roster spots, how many scholarships. Well, let's,
0: let's, let's call a spade a spade. For instance, in this game today, um, and we'll, we'll talk about this in the show. We, we're we're it's SLU versus Missouri State. Missouri State has went completely United Nations. Their average age is quite a bit different than the product that SLU had. Correct. Now, they are picking these together. Each, each program is picking them. We're not going down that road, but it is a 23 average age versus a 19 average age? Well, and
2: there's also the the whole point about recruiting dollars, right? So, each school has different dollar amounts that they can use to send a coach overseas and do a camp in Belgium, or you know, fly players over. Uh, And so, it's about where you spend your money and how much money you have to spend. And so, it's not just a matter of age; it's also economics of the school and fairness. And again. Jared, I'm with you. I think there needs to be some discussions around all those aspects of the game. And I think it's well, going to come to I, an
1: end. I think the pendulum has been swinging, right? Yep. We, we are in the wild, wild west right now talking about a game that is the quickest, arguably the fastest growing sport. Absolutely. Competitive sport within our uh, uh, club club environment and, you know, obviously the college environment now. Specifically because of the growth of the game and more and more paths. You've got U.S. eighteen. team you, you know, you've got uh, USL, you've got MLS, you've got way more agents that are able to take players to Europe, so it's all changing. So, at the end of the day, the quality of the play is increasing and I think that's a good thing.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: So, um, yeah. Alright, cool. Here's the deal. Let's, uh, let's make some room here, because we're going to have a long night here with multiple people coming up and talking. So, uh, fellas, let's, uh, let's go ahead and run to a little break. Uh, Check our beers and bladders and all that good stuff. And we will be back after this with more guests here at Slu Mo State at Herman Stadium.
0: Thank you. Let's go. Yo, Jared here. Remember the pool pandemic of 2021? I was infected. I needed my own oversized oasis in Wentzville. I needed a simple solution to pay for it. So I reached out to my favorite undefeated cbc freshman standouts bill and chris at the pinnacle loans long story short i have my pool it's a flipping hammer the loan process with those guys was so simple even i did it now every time i get in my pool to drink ice cold beer i can thank the team over at the that's thepinnacleloans.com. 20 and 0 as freshmen really
1: All right, boys. that do. We're back. We're back. Herman Stadium. St. Louis University, University versus.
0: You know who it is. It's the Bears. <laughs> it's, it, could it be anybody else? The SMSU Bears. Bears. Yay. Is it.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Missouri State Bears. Um, rolling us in with a little uh, Summer 69 from. Who's, who's singer? Brian. Brian Adams, right? Yep. Uh, theme, <laughs> theme. I got a theme going today. I thought about this one. 69's your theme? Uh, no. Okay. No, that's later. <laughs> okay. um, in honor... Zach, are you w- spending the night? <laughs> <laughs> in honor of our first guest of the evening, uh, we have a Missouri State alum, uh, one of St. Louis City's
3: finest. And a Canuck.
1: And a Canadian like Mr. Brian Adams. That's right.
3: Yeah. Brian, Brian Adams is Canadian.
1: He is Canadian. Yeah. You didn't know that. I
3: learn something new every day. Oh
1: my God! Well, now you know, man. We know he's uh, he's a national treasure. How did you not know that? There's I mean, just too many famous Canadians. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, Wayne Gretzky, and Pam Anderson, Wayne Gretzky, no. Sidney Crosby, Justin Bieber, Drake, yeah. <laughs> Drake, Alfonso Davies. I've heard yeah. of all of them.
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> um, Isn't Kevin Nash? Will
1: Arnett. I like Will Steve, Arnett. Steve Nash. Steve
3: Nash, not Steve. Kevin
2: Nash. Steve Nash.
1: You mind tilting that up just a little bit? There, yeah. we're going to keep you closer to the mic. Hey, Kyle, thank you very much for joining us, dude. Um, what? L- let me just ask you right out of the gate: How fun is this? living in this town playing for this for City SC
3: and you get to come right down the road to check out your alma mater at Herman this is incredible I mean Missouri State hasn't played slew in the regular season and I don't know how long so to get the chance to see not only a lot of my old teammates and coaches and friends and family but now I've got I've got friends on the enemy side too so (laughs) one of my old uh, Missouri State coaches Jack Roberts Missouri State legend is there. I mean, I know uh, Kevin Stoll, Kalish. Some of the guys have trained with City too, so it's just a fun atmosphere. Like a lot of soccer friends, soccer family.
0: Yeah, this game needs to happen um, every year, if not multiple times. And and you're right because whosoever idea it was to get rid of this this thing, um, we're back, and this is a lot of fun.
1: <clears throat> well, I tell you what, it's it's really cool, you know. I and I think that you know obviously slew for you know our whole lifetime growing up here and you know following the team and um this place is kind of hallowed grounds and obviously your relationship with missouri state and so many people in the region that go- have gone to missouri state well both of you yep you know i always sorry
2: i know i didn't <laughs> sorry, play there so i'm not as cool
1: but, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, did, but, but I did, you did graduate baritone. from there You're yeah were a bear did you ever hear yeah. the Tones?
3: oh yeah they're always on the that's on the band field there yeah 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 they were rocking it they would honestly they might have worked the hardest out of everybody in the summer. They were oh there at my like 7.30 a.m. We will never. And we never training he, dude. like 5.30 p.m. I'm like, what are these guys still doing out here? They're putting in like 10-hour days. Can you imagine a 10-hour practice? Oh, that yeah, was,
0: Zach's throat was extremely sore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, I, I have to say this because I, I saw a, a thing about it was Norm McDonald, And um, uh, that Vufo's way just blew my mind. Norm Macdonald and Bob Saget. And Bob Saget was doing an interview with Norm Macdonald.
3: <laughs> <And> <laughs> he was, was, a great he was telling
2: the story about how he ran into one of his idols in a bar, and the guy had just lost his son. Hmm. And so he's telling this heartfelt story to Norm Macdonald. And he goes, and at the end, I said, well, and Norm Macdonald said, you found his son? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I, all I could think about was Jared. Because that's the kind of shitty joke that he would pull, <laughs> usually at my expense. Uh, no, that's but not Kyle, right. man, this is this is such an honor. Um, I remember last year watching you with City 2, uh, being so proud of you and Michael Creek coming up from Missouri State and and seeing you guys play in what would become our first MLS squad here uh, in St. Louis. And, and we're so proud of, of you, and I'm sure your Canadian brethren are also proud. But what does it mean – To come from Canada, go to Springfield, Missouri, of all places, (laughs) and then end up in the number one franchise in the West for the MLS right now.
3: Yeah, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, even this place here at Slu was our City 2 home opener. I'd never played in front of 6,000 fans before. It was an electric atmosphere. Um, So, no, I mean, there's just so many things that had to happen along the way uh, for me to be in such a, a blessed position that I am now. Um, but it's fun to kind of go back and remember stuff that, you know, a year and a half ago I was here, you know, playing on this field. But just moments like that, you end up in a spot where you were two years ago or one year or five and you just remember like, okay, this is what my life looked like then.
0: Uh, you know, let me ask you this question. Um, being from, from Canada, um, we have a game, we can't look ahead. We have a game Saturday night, take care of business. You guys are in a good spot. Um... Wednesday night, uh, you're in Vancouver. Hmm. Um, this is an academy that said no thanks to you twice. Um, I hope for me personally, you go up there and put it on them. And mathematically, that could be a game that you guys clinch the West. And if things go right, knock Vancouver out of the playoffs. And I know it's a team game, um, <laughs> but I know what, what, you're what does that mean to you? To um, You've been a journeyman. I mean, most people don't know you had two injuries, uh, knee injuries. You were in college for six years. This hasn't been all cupcakes and rainbows for you, mm. and you've had a you've had a real hard journey. And you went to a place, Missouri State, here that was 110 RPI, and when you left, we were maybe two RPIs. So there's a lot of pride here with with the Bears. Um, can Can you talk about your journey and what Wednesday night will mean for you?
3: Yeah, I mean. Me personally, having faced a a lot of rejection in my career, um, that's not uncommon for any player, but there's definitely a motivating factor there and a fire there uh, for those teams that that have passed up on me, you know, in college or, you know, now at the MLS level to have a chance to, to play against them. And there's a pride in St. Louis for, for giving me a chance. And at the beginning of the year, we had a moment as a team, we all kind of shared our stories and what drives us. And that drives a lot of guys. And so we took all of that individual kind of rejection and fire and we were able to kind of pull it together into a collective. That's I think that's what makes this team so special.
2: Freaking awesome. I, I, that really brings up a question, and i sorry to step on you there, JB, but I think no, the more people we talked to from our current city landscape, the more that story kind of comes out. I mean, we mm. just talked to Miggy's dad last week um, about his experience being you know, let go from, from his club team. we talked to Caden, who had some adversity early on. And so do you think there's a thread there within the team now of, of guys that have, have faced that adversity and then said, I, now I think we're good. I think we can do this. Is there, that, is there a confidence there that comes from that, that kind of overcoming that rejection or adversity?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think we saw that even early in the year I mean no one picked us you know for any position but last and our first couple games we started we were losing in Austin we were losing in Charlotte we were losing in Portland I mean our first three games we were down but we're a group that's kind of been down you know in our lives and teams haven't wanted us and we, we had that you know collectiveness together that hey we've been down before individually and we've been down collectively And so I think that's something that's brought us together.
1: Well, was it one of those things though? With the whole structure of the team, and Lutz uh, famously, now infamously said, you know, we don't, you know, we are a designated team. You know, it's not about the DP. You know, that so many other franchises really put up on the pedestal. You know, that those one or two players with, you know, the the mega, the mega bankroll and the mega name, the team came in, and the DPS that we do have, for the most part, tend to be more kind of grinders, everyday man kind of vibe to them. I mean, Perky's amazing. Let's call it what it is. But is that part of it, too, that when you guys started to see how the team was being structured, did you guys feed off of that? Or was the, were you guys, you individually, I wonder, who the, I wonder who the name's going to be. And then whenever you saw it all come into shape, did it surprise you in a good way that it's like, hey, we, we're all like brothers?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think a part of that like you said there are some guys who I mean, Berkey came from Dortmund, right? So he's coming, yeah. Exactly. There was rejection there for him too, but he's coming from a super high pedigree. But you go to some of these places like you know, guys were rejected from Seattle or Orlando or Dallas. And so now they have a chance to face that old team, and there's kind of a bonding behind, yeah, you want to win this game for them. Well, AZ in Minneapolis. AZ right. in Minneapolis. I mean, he subs on with 30 minutes left in the game, gets a huge assist on a game-winning goal, you know? So it's, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, what? It's so another cool, point
2: dude. that I want to make really quickly is I really despise Vuvuzuelas. <laughs> I forgot. I love them, dude. Since the, Let's oh, go
0: South African World w- Cup. Was that 08? No. I don't know what it 2010, was.
1: 2010. 2010. Yeah, 2010. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a searing memory. Oh, it say.
0: is. we uh, we'd be remiss to not mention this. Um, uh, being from Canada, uh, your long journey, your call-up, um, I want to be the first to say congratulations. Yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine what that means to you and your family. Um, can you talk about... Um, what that means for you and and how uh just knowing enough to be dangerous I think uh the organization that you're in which is absolutely wonderful we've been talking about it gave you the blessing um how how was going to Curacao and maybe not seeing the field but then going back home and and jumping on that field in that second half to get your first cap Talk, talk to us about that a little bit
3: yeah, so first when you when I came in, I was coming in with I think three other guys who hadn't been around that team, but it was the first camp since the World Cup. So you had Alfonso Davies, Kyle Larin, Jonathan David, Youcan and like a whole bunch of superstars across, you know, a, across the world, across Europe. Right. And um, you know, to come in and and those guys welcomed us, you know. And wow. they didn't really have to. We're just guys, you know, maybe we're going to cap, maybe we we're not going to cap. I mean, Curaçao was obviously beautiful. Um, field
0: was beautiful, huh?
3: Yeah, field was rough. Like, field was, <laughs> might, be, might be worse than Missouri State's field, but I think uh, <laughs> it was that was a tough field. But no one complained because it was just kind of Canada soccer. You know, you've played on some some rough pitches, and then to get my first cap in Canada with family around was super special. That's amazing. Aw, that's when that, yeah, one, one,
2: that. one of your uh, bosses just walked by. Uh, so. The guy that always wears Puma. I don't know if that narrows it down. Oh for you. yeah, yeah, okay. But uh, so you got to be he's, a little he's, bit He's here scouting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. He's checking it LP. out. LP. So because we can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> going back to what you were talking about, kind of the, uh, the camaraderie. Was there anybody in the locker room or on the sideline, Coach Carnell? That's anybody within the organization that kind of lit that fire, or was somebody just? able to kind of take that thread and, and bring it all together to get you guys motivated mm-hmm. to come back from those early games or to thumb your nose at all the critics?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was something they actually brought up before the first game in Austin was they showed us every projection. And they actually showed us all the, um, like the one-liner said about us. This team's not going to be able to score any goals. Yeah. <laughs> this team doesn't have any good players.
0: Best goal differential.
3: This team might win three or four games the whole year. And so we we read all those before the game. Wow. And so it's like, yeah, that's something that I honestly I don't really pay attention to much of it. So I, don't, I honestly don't see I didn't see that until the Austin game before the Austin game. Because I just don't I don't read that stuff. I don't follow. I'm not really into social media. It can be a real dangerous place. Yeah. You have yeah. one bad yeah. game and everyone's, you know, could be after <laughs> well, you. <laughs> I, I
1: have a suggestion. I think it'd be funny as hell. Just do a selfie video of you reading all the mean tweets. You know the yeah. whole Jimmy Fallon meme <laughs> tweets. <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs>
3: a bad idea. Talk to Go. our social media. You know team. what I'm it's saying? So like,
1: how dope would that be? Yeah. Uh, you will be 29th place. Okay. You know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know here, here's the thing that I want to ask you about because it's like it, having grown up here, and we love the game. We've all played the game as kids and everything else, and and watching what you guys are doing, are you are you are you cognizant of just how Important. How valuable. How emotional. Uh, the results on the field. This team. You guys. That place. Do you, Do you ever think about the expanded impact of what you're doing on the field and that organization is doing to the St. Louis soccer community?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, you can see it in the way you know you have interaction with people in the community and and the joy you can bring. Um, I don't know if. You know, you can see it at the games, you know, the excitement that there is, but the full magnitude of it is something that probably still I'm not fully grasping how much it means to the St. Louis community, but you get bits and pieces there where you see how much it means to individuals in the community.
1: Well, let me ask you a part B to that question. Um, Now that you guys have kind of traveled around the league, you've hit a good handful of stadiums. Talk a little bit about the difference of that home field advantage that vibe, that noise, that, you know, the red out versus, you know, y- y- walking out as an away team in any other environment, you know, h- is has any other stadium or experience kind of like ruffled your stomach a little bit or you just like, our place is so I- I- engaging and enigmatic. Uh, how cool is it for you?
3: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm for sure biased in this situation. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think we've got the best, the best fans and the best support in the league. There's definitely some other spots where, you know, they bring a lot of noise and excitement. Austin was one of them. LAFC, Portland. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of great environments. But then there's also some environments where it's not like that. Like you're not promised twenty plus thousand people at a game. So it's, uh, it's special and it's had a huge impact. You look at our home record. The fans have an impact on us winning games. And I would say the biggest thing that I've noticed is when we score an early goal. And the fans get behind us wow like you look at the cincinnati oh my gosh yeah you can feel it that's the best team in the mls and you just get one two three four five just because there's the momentum and the fans behind you so you can attribute some of that stuff to the fans which is cool
0: absolutely and that that, that's well said and and you as a fan because we are you can feel it um last for me game is about to start we'll let you go um can you talk about John Leamy a little bit? Um, because I played for him uh, many years ago. Um, I have a mom and a dad that that mean the world to me. Um, there aren't many people in this world that 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 means to me what John Leamy means to me. Um, what was he for you?
3: Yeah, I mean he was a, a father figure at Missouri State. He was someone who, you know, had a had a high standard for you, academics wise, athletically wise. He's also someone you could come to, you know, and he, hes someone who still he still calls me and and checks up on me. But he—he he doesn't just check up on me. Like he'll call and he'll ask about my wife. By Absolutely. Name. He'll call yeah. and he'll ask you about my parents. Absolutely. He knows. He knows. I think he probably knows my wife's extended family. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's a guy who, you get in this business, and there's coaches who just care deeply about people. You know, and so.
0: Coach Leem is one of those guys. Uh, absolutely, that's well said, man. Um, go ahead, JB. Man, I, I, well, first off, I want to thank you for for giving us your time. I want to I want to uh, uh, give you the best wishes, the best of good lucks, uh, because you, you guys are going to be in the mix, and we'll see where you where you fall here after the next three games. But uh, congratulations for your success. Uh, us three are all fans. And uh, bring it home. I mean, awesome.
2: Yeah, I, I, echoing what J, what Jared just said, I think one of the the, the big deals. I, I, we watched you walk in, hmm. and there's probably about two thousand people here now. It's starting to fill up. We got about ten minutes before kickoff. Are you starting to get uh, the sense that people know who you are here? Yeah, here. It's, I think so. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. there was a guy that walked by that glared at you though. Blonde-headed guy. I think he might have played here. Did you uh, see that? I, I might have missed him. Was it Johnny Klein? It might have been Johnny Klein. Okay, I will give um, fucking my out He was.
3: Him. was I think I saw.
1: I mean, he had two fingers pointed up on two different hands, <laughs> and I think he was pointing. <laughs> maybe he wasn't pointing. Maybe he was just waving.
3: <laughs> we'll see. We'll call it
0: waving. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Hey, well. hey, I've got. I got a special guest here with us, yep. real quick, too. Um, Kyle, I'm. I, I'm. I'm sure you've met and you've been introduced to. Our friend, Mason R-Time. Have you uh, y- you guys recognized each other Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> All right. Well, let me give everybody a quick heads up. Mason R-Time is Rick R-Time, a uh, buddy of mine I played with way back in the day. It's his son. Uh, Mason is famous for literally collecting the most jerseys post-game yep. yeah. at City Park of Indy- any kid. How many jerseys have you collected so far? Have,
4: I've collected like four.
1: Four? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> he asked... Wait, who do you have, Mason?
4: I have... So you were the first one. And oh, I think to would be
3: number one. Second
4: That's Second was Jared Stroud, and then third was Edu, and then fourth was Indy.
1: Awesome. I mean, this guy, he's got the magic touch. So he asked, he's been begging to come on the show, and I'm like, well, we've got this event, and I'm like, how about you ask Kyle a couple of questions real quick? So he's got two questions for you, if you don't mind answering no them problem. real quick. Mason, the mic is yours. Go ahead.
4: The first one is Messi Ronaldo.
1: Oh, I gotta go with Messi.
3: Chance to play yeah, against same. the guy.
4: Same. <laughs> yeah. The second one is, um, what would be your uh, dream game, like dream match?
3: Dream match. Oof. MLS Cup final, nil nil to the 90th minute. We win a corner in St. Louis. The crowd goes wild, and I score a bicycle kick. <laughs> over, over, over Messi. Over Messi. Over Messi. And he's and he's oh, there it is.
1: Hey, well, I tell you what, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining us, man. We'll we'll definitely keep in touch because love to have you back on because I have a feeling there's a lot of new stuff that's going to pop up here going into the postseason. Love to get your take moving forward. Um, thanks for joining us. Good luck tonight. I got no dog. I got no dog in this fight. So you know, you were definitely friendlier than Jared. <laughs> so I'll still have to go with Missouri State. <laughs> I appreciate. that. Hey, thanks, man. We'll catch up with you, and I'm going to roll us out here real quick. Awesome. Here, thank how about you. this one? You you know this one, don't you?
2: Another Canadian Canadian band band. for you. This is Rush.
3: Rush, Rush? okay. (laughs) Learn two things. Michael J. Fox Oh my God.
1: (laughs) It just proves that I'm that old. Don't worry about it, Kyle. (laughs) Hey, thanks for joining us. Have a great night and uh, we'll catch up
3: with you soon, man. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas.
2: Zach here. I love my kids, really. And when my kids have a knock, a sprain, a tweak, I like to get them back to 100% as soon as possible. I also hate deductibles. I get it. But now, in Missouri, I don't have to waste any unnecessary copay after my child rolls their ankle because now I can go straight to a PT. No more pediatric visits in a germ-infested lobby waiting for permission to go to a physical therapist. Axies Physical Therapy has 19 locations from Glen Carbon to Winsville and specializes in rehab, especially soccer rehab. So instead of burning a couple of needless hours and cash going to get a referral, take that bump or bruise straight to Axies. Go to axispt.com for more info, and feel free to Venmo me, your half the savings.
1: Crescent Plumbing Supply helps save marriages. Really, as families grow, kitchen and bath needs change rapidly. Designing and choosing the right fixtures takes way more skill than just scrolling Pinterest. Staying on budget and avoiding those foreign language order sheets, that's not easy. Lucky for you, the local team at Crescent Plumbing Supply, they are experts. They can help you ditch the baby's tub for a teenage shower and upsize that kitchen sink for all those tumblers, rosé glasses, and sports water bottles. So when you're ready for that kitchen or bath makeover, go to CrescentSupply.com. That's CrescentSupply.com. It's cheaper than a therapist.
0: Dude loves uh, like mullet rock. Dude, I mean, he, he <laughs> likes
1: music that's older than our guests. I don't care.
0: I mean, he loves it's, it. It's I like it too. It fires me up.
1: You guys can all pound sand. It's my it's my <laughs> Spotify account. You were lamenting that Kyle didn't know Rush or Brian Adams. I was trying to be extremely respectful and play Canadian artists. Yeah, play. And he play looked at me like, from, like, "What the hell is this shit?" His lifetime. They're national treasures. <laughs> I mean, look, if Bruce Springsteen. Look, if I played Bruce for our guest, he'd be like, that's that's Zach, the boss. you know
0: Abraham Lincoln.
1: I, I have heard of him, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I that's a I national treasure. <laughs> I don't
1: know him. <laughs> okay, now that we've completely proven our dipshit worthiness yeah. here, let's introduce our guest. Uh, halftime guest here at the SLU Missouri State game at Herman. 1 1. 1 1. Uh, 1 1, good guys.
0: You'll introduce. We'll immediately get his <laughs> his reaction to uh, pace of play, oh, possession. Stop, you. You don't go boring. Uh, What's the state, I'm just kidding. Uh, 1 1. <laughs> I don't go ahead see. and introduce, man. I mean, let's go. It's
1: super simple. Slew Lum, uh, St. Louis City 2's own <laughs> draft pick. City's draft pick as well. City's first draft pick. That's right. The Johnny Klein, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Dude,
5: are you second-guessing your decision to say yes at this point? <laughs> no, no. I didn't know it was Missouri State guys on the podcast, though. So no, no, no. no. Well, no, no. Uh, got I'm, some I'm Amsterdam Tavern guy. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> so I went to Missouri State. I didn't play at Missouri State. Okay. So I
0: played 101 years ago um, when <laughs> uh, the game was competitive, and it seems like today's game is competitive. Give us your uh, rundown of the first half.
5: I thought it was a, a classic high-level college soccer match, honestly. Um two restart goals. Both goals stem from the restart. Yep. Um, I think Missouri State was a little bit more comfortable in possession, but I know Coach Kalish, and I know he doesn't mind letting them have the ball a little yep. bit. So, I think uh, it's kind of what I expected, at least. Is that, is that becoming
0: set. a St. Louis thing?
5: Um, you know, <laughs> for Slew a little bit. I think right when I got here, Kalish wanted to play, be on the ball a lot, and we didn't win. And uh, he kind of flipped his philosophy a little bit. He, he does, doesn't mind, you know, playing in the offensive half, but uh, he doesn't like to play out to a fault and, well, and I, give the other team anything.
2: I watched you in the A-10 championship last year against Loyola, and this style of play, letting them kind of dink it around a little bit, but then you guys just streak up, create chances. Jailbreak. And counter, jailbreak. counter, rope-a-dope. Yeah. Right. And I love it. It's a, it's an interesting – for me at the time, <clears throat> you know, watching the Gallaghers of the world – watching that style was different but now a year into this whole city situation it's like
0: oh that's yeah it makes sense right (laughs) right well let's uh we're excited to have you thanks for coming uh let's talk about you um 12 goals uh announced today mls 2 goal of the year yeah congratulations Who, Um, who, who
5: called you first your mom girlfriend dad um I You're think press my little agent? sister actually did. My little sister. <laughs> nice. Everyone kept talking about it that I was nominated for it, and I didn't think much of it. You know, it didn't matter to me if I won, but it's, a lot of people around me seemed to care a lot. So I was <laughs> I was happy to win it. Um, but yeah, it was good.
1: Well, let's uh, let's go to that goal. Talk talk about the goal because it was fairly recent, right? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, it's one of those. It, it was a bicycle. Uh, and in our game that we all love, you know, when you I don't care what the league is, there's always like these iconic moments, and ironically. A lot of times it includes a, a, a bicycle goal or attempt. In fact, our guest, uh, two guests back, we had Marcelo Balboa on. He's had a few of those. Yeah. A couple, yeah. You know, and you think of uh, Wayne Rooney's against City and all this stuff. And now you and this thing uh, at this moment, how cool is it that not only did you win it, but I mean, that's a special way to score a goal.
5: It's on tape forever. Yeah. I think I've only ever scored one other bicycle kick in my life, and I think it was like U9. In the backyard <laughs> yeah. versus your siblings. Um, it's, it definitely wasn't on video, but I rem- <laughs> I still remember that one because it was so cool, and you I remember how cool I felt. had a bike at U9? Yeah, I don't know. It probably just popped up right to me, and I just <laughs> fell back. Fell it <laughs> backwards. wasn't really a, a bike, probably. <laughs> um, but this one, I you know, that. it kind of was a true bike. I kind of got my left leg up and snapped it back over my head. Um, I saw Kuz get on the end line, and I knew he was just going to try to float it um, back into just open space, because if you see yeah. the video, there's no defenders in that space. And I kind of saw that where it was, and I just tried to get back around it. And luckily, I do those in training sometimes, and they never come off. So to do it <laughs> in front of, that, like, 10,000 that, people was phenomenal. pretty
1: cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it on social media, so there's no way to verify what <laughs> you're telling us that you did
5: How
0: excited, um, kind of a um, uh, surprise, how excited are you guys to get a home game? Against uh, uh, San Jose.
5: Yeah, we're extremely excited. I think that's going to be a major factor. You know, the the marketing team's already got it out. They're expecting, you know, over 10,000, hopefully. So for a second team game, it's crazy. And we, both times we've played in front of 9 to 10,000, I think we put up three and four goals. So that's kind of what I'm hoping again. It's going to be a playoff game. It's going to be a little bit tighter, obviously, but the crowd is really, gigantic for us how, how funny was it though because I mean obviously
1: <laughs> you, <laughs> hold on hold on I mean you, you're you're Saint Louis through and through right you're you're, you're a Billiken you've been here you're a Missourian as well right. so you know your backyard is right here uh how funny was it though when you watched that selection process and you saw Lutz's reaction to uh our, our boys across the state <laughs> choose not to choose you guys Uh, was there a little bit of like, that's funny, cool, you know, what, what was going through your head whenever you saw those picks rolling out?
5: I actually hadn't seen it. Uh, someone pulled up the video (laughs) in the locker room after training today. We were like, no way he just said that. (laughs) I mean, the whole, the whole process was kind of funny. You know, Benny Philhaber, Sporting's coach, kind of with some banter there, but it's a cool, cool playoff format, I think. And our league is kind of one that they're going to put some rules in and maybe the MLS one day will follow, you know, because whoever gets inter Miami, if they get in, that's, that's horrible for that number one uh. seed or whoever, you know, one or two seeds. So it, it kind of makes sense how they're doing it, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Would you throw scared money?
2: What, what, what do you say?
1: Scared money?
5: Uh, scared money don't make money.
1: Yeah. It's
2: from, uh, it's from the rap song. I mean, <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> let, let me ask you this and I'll be remiss if we don't do it and we don't have you for very long here. Um, Your dad, um, Duke Blue Devil, comes here, uh, Billiken Hall of Famer, um, coaching at Columbia College. Um, How excited was he to watch you play here and then to get drafted um, first um, to St. Louis City? What did that mean for you guys, your siblings, your family? And, uh, I mean, I know your dad. You guys have a special relationship. Uh, Can you talk about that a little bit?
5: Yeah. um, Me and my dad do have a really special relationship we don't we don't reflect on things or look back in the past too much with each other we're always kind of like looking forward to the next opportunity things you know he's a coach he's still trying to win a national championship i'm trying to progress my career but i know how happy he was that i played here at SLU and then that i got to stay in st louis i saw like the smile on his face after they picked me um when i told him because i got off the phone with Lutz and i knew like he was just over the moon so um you know there's a lot i hope there's a lot more left in my career but the short you know at least, there's Lutz right there. What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, LP. <laughs> um, uh, the, the time at SLU was long, but the short professional career I've had so far, I know he, he's really like watching it.
0: Wow. I mean, that that, that is so special, man. And, and, and your family and you guys got to be over the moon. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about um, kind of looking forward. You know, you guys are going into the playoffs here with the home game we just discussed. Uh, you know, the first half of the season... I mean, to be blunt, it was a struggle. You know, the results weren't, weren't really coming in. I, you know, it, tell us a little bit about uh, if you can put a finger on it, what do you think clicked? What What shifted the season for the two team to where now teams like
5: Kansas City, I'm not surprised, don't want to play you? i think it's the clear identity that we have as a team you know everyone knows the identity of the club um but each team is going to be a little bit different we're still playing the same style and philosophy as the first team but certain things in our team are going to be different um and in this system particularly if you have one or two guys that don't go all the way and make the last step you're going to get exposed and we started oh three and two i think and you could go back in that game and say the game changed right there right there because someone you know i didn't close down or someone else didn't close down so it was just time, time training, games, things like that, um, and knowing our our full team's identity. So, so now let, let me ask a part B
1: to that. You know, going into the playoffs, where now the identity has been established, the roles within the team, and even the rotation. I'm assuming there's like clearly there's camaraderie, there's synergy that's occurring. Um, you know what 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 can people that show up on Sunday? What are they going to see out of you guys going into the playoffs? Are we going to see like another level of what you guys have learned and progressed to? Uh, How how much fun is it going to be moving into the playoffs now?
5: Yeah, um, I think it's going to be really fun. You know, the the playoff just energy of a game is going to be completely different. I don't think anything from our end in terms of how we play is going to be very um, different. You know, just going to be high energy trying to smother the other team. But any city game you come to in City Park, you kind of know what you're going to get. It's going to be a team full of energy, full of fight um and and up for the battle.
0: Well, let me let me let me ask you this. Uh fellow bear, you're a billikin. You got a bear <laughs> in your locker room, Michael Creek. What's the bet on this game tonight?
5: No bet. No bet. Um there was some banter going back and forth, but uh, no bet. I think whoever does get it, you know, the bragging right for the whole year. I hope, I don't I don't think the schedule's out for next year, but they, they need to keep this up. You know, I, I think agree. I played them um, three times in my career and they were all preseason game or spring game. I think I was one, one and one, one win, one t- uh, tie, one loss, uh, dead even, but they, they should do this every year. You know, these are two high level college soccer programs. I agree. I, I,
2: I, I got to follow up to just to, uh, the fact that you were drafted by city and in most, new soccer fan minds. Oh, he got drafted by City. He's going to be on the first team. We talk a lot on this show about the pathway. Yeah. Right. We talk a lot about process the process. Can you get a, give us a little insight into your pathway? Meaning how did you get to the place where you were at SLU and then get drafted? And then what's that process been like
5: since you got drafted? So I, I played uh, Academy. And I actually played one year of high school soccer and I I loved that one year of high school soccer. I, I played for Rockbridge High School, we went to a Final Four, um, in Missouri and You're you were know, in no Bruin. Oh Hick- Bruin. Hickman's Cup. Yeah, the, the rivals. QP's, sorry. But uh no the high, year of high school soccer was good for me, academy was great for me, and then I, I came to Saint Louis. And when I got to Saint Louis, the team wasn't very good. And something you'll learn about if you want to play at the next level is you need to be on a winning team. No one wants no one i mean unless you're a special talent but no one wants the a guy who loses you know and so that was kind of my goal when i got here we the first two years we were very mediocre and some of the guys in the locker room after that year we were like if we dude if we want to play professionally we got to turn this around then we had that 2021 21 year elite eight and then all eyes are on you you know and we had five or six guys get drafted that year and i wasn't one of them and that was that hurt really bad you know and that was my driving factor for the next year It was a team that we had talent, um, but we didn't know each other. It wasn't quite like the year before. Um, And I I, I just tried to rally the guys and say, guys, we got to do this. And so we had a great year again, get drafted. Now, this is kind of what you were alluding to about not being on the first team to start. It was kind of awkward right when I got drafted. You know, people who don't know the game are like, oh, this guy's going to play for the MLS team. That's awesome. And, (laughs) you know, that was ideally that would have been the goal. But I was injured when I came in, and I knew it was going to be a grind. Um, and so tr- you're just trying to explain, explain to people that it keep asking about it. You're like, so I'm on the second team, you know, MLS Next Pro. Hopefully I can move up in, you know, the next few years. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, Twelve
0: goals might help.
5: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, who knows? Um, <laughs> but you know this club, and, and they look at a lot more than just that. You know, they yeah, look yeah. at every Analyze. every okay. meter. Okay. We've, uh, we've talked to some yeah. folks. So we actually had Jim Mayer
2: on uh, a couple months ago, whose who's son, Jack, from st louis goes to iu gets drafted by nashville um and then he's a he was a journeyman i mean for two years now starting to play in the mls and so i think it's great for for our listeners to hear your story and that it's not a linear path right and that that you really do have to kind of pick your time and i love what you said because i watched you like i told you in the a10 and I talked to Kevin afterwards. I was like, that Johnny Klein guy just kept the energy up. And I've never seen anybody move as long and as hard as you did in that, in that game throughout the whole thing. I don't think you came off maybe for more than two minutes. What
5: drives you? What drives you to keep that going? Um, I think over my soccer career, I've learned that is, that is a big strength of mine. If I lose that, me as a player goes down a good amount, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm good all around, but that is one of my better attributes. Um, I think my dad, he's a, he's a coach. He instilled that in me. You know, he would always tell me what he likes to see in players. Yeah. A, a coach loves that. You know, a guy who's just yeah. going to keep working, keep working, keep working for the team. So, that, I think I kind of pride myself on that, and then you, you mix in some other things, you know, playmaking, defensive tackling, wh- whatever, but um, I, I really do pride myself on that, and I, I appreciate you saying that. that.
1: Well, we're about to roll back into uh, the second half here. I've, I've got one other thing to and point out. And i got
0: out, one too. Go ahead.
1: Uh, because uh, your friend, our friend of the show, our previous guest, AJ, indicated that one of your actual legit skill sets is on the links.
0: Ah, that's where I was going oh, with yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh,
1: uh, <laughs> can they take your money yet, or are you still just rolling them on eighteen?
5: AJ ha- has taken my money recently. I give him a few strokes. Uh, we, actually,
4: <laughs> we played
5: 36 yesterday at uh, Whitmore and uh, I did end up beating him, but no, I love golf and it's, it's my little getaway on off days. So that's why he didn't
1: come out. He's like, ah, I think I might have a little bit of bug. I'm resting for the weekend. You smoked him, is what you he did. Yeah, He, was, he, he wasn't feeling up. good on the course, but
5: I, I didn't know if it was an excuse or not. Um, I don't know. No. Nope. <laughs>
1: hey buddy. Thank you very much for coming yeah. out, man. Best of luck in the playoffs. We'll will be obviously following, supporting, rooting. Um, we'll be
2: there. I'll be there a Sunday. I'm
0: excited. Awesome. Yeah, man. You're yeah.
1: welcome back anytime. Good luck second half. Yeah, for your alma mater. Thank you guys for having Sorry, me. Uh, really fun.
0: Maybe not that good luck. Go Bills. Go Bills. Good go. luck Sunday. Let's go Bears. <laughs>
1: All right, Thanks, everybody. Guys. Thank you. We'll be back after this break. Catch you next
5: time. Thanks, guys.
0: The term staycation was really invented by soccer moms. Located one hour and seven minutes from the arch, the Music Box Chalet at Innsbruck is a hidden gem. Buried in three acres of private woods, the Music Box has a master suite for just you, a loft and second bath for them, and a vinyl collection to meet your every mood. The full-size kitchen will easily accommodate three to 12 bottles of rosé, while the huge fire pit seating area will keep the big kids busy. Golf, fishing, kayaking, pickleball, or simply reading a book with Mother Nature, all at your fingertips. Visit either VRBO or Airbnb to find the Music Box Chalet. And now, back to those guys. Hello Hello
1: We're back <laughs> Mason, how you doing, man? Good We're uh, about five minutes into the second half here at... What game are we at?
4: Slow versus Missouri State
1: What score, man? One to one How many autographs have you got already? Three Three Who you got?
4: Hebert, Lutz, and Johnny
1: Well, I... I I felt it appropriate because uh, it's a family-friendly show. We'll, we'll timestamp these uh, these segments for you so you can share with your friends and it'll cut out all the other stuff with Jared being Jared. Is mm-hmm. that cool? You all right with that? Yeah. <laughs> we got two of you sitting here. We got Mason, our time, and buddy of mine, Rick, our time as well. Rick, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we, we cross paths often over at uh, City Park and... Um, this little dude here he's becoming an icon down at the stadium i mean legitimately we talked about it a little bit earlier but i wanted to ask a few more questions real quick about your process mm-hmm. because i see literally thousands of kids that are at these games you know week over week over week and for some reason you get the gear you get all the jerseys yeah. you get the autographs so my question is this is it the sign is it your is it puppy eyes is it are you just obnoxious? What works for you to get the good stuff at the end of the game?
4: It's mostly the signs because I just like go to the store at like halftime and just get like a bag, like a brown paper bag, and just write whoever's jersey I want, and then at the end of the game I hold it up and get the jersey. Just, nice. Just I- mostly luck
1: luck. So when they don't give it to you do, you, do you shoot them a little like crooked look? Are you like, really? Come on, dude. Mm.
4: Some, no, not really.
1: <laughs> 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 Alright, Rick. So, um, I know you. You, know, you go to the games. Uh, you're a lover of the game. You're a coach. You're, uh, yeah, you spend a lot of time around the fields. Are you excited about the fact that after every game you got to stand around another 30-40 minutes waiting for Mason to guilt them into another jersey?
6: Yeah, we we have um, we get some dirty looks from the uh, the security people at at City Park. We're we've been the last people, uh, literally besides the workers, to leave the stadium um, on multiple occasions. And we'll be walking by, and they're looking at us like, "What are you still doing here?" Um, yeah. So he he had a method. He's he's kind of the OG. Now you see lots of kids with signs, and they're getting a little more creative, but. Yeah, he kind of he kind of started the trend and and yep. did it before a lot of the other kids did. So he was early on getting a lot of them. Right. Uh, he's a little bit of a, on a down streak lately, um, but you know he's he's still finding ways to see these guys like out here tonight and and uh, finding other ways to to meet them and greet them and and get things signed and um, things like that, pictures.
1: So how fun is it, Mason, when you, uh, obviously City Park is just a really, really special place. How fun is it for you, though, to come to a place like this? Because how many, have you been to many slew games before? No. No, first one?
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: What do you think about the environment? Dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Explain dirty. Like. (laughs) The game? The players? Um,
4: no, just like I was joking about dirty. Jokes. Oh. <laughs> just,
1: just <laughs> yeah, you know you don't want to go there. No, it's just fine. fun. It's it's fun, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Uh, you got bound ho- ho- bounce houses, vuvuzelas, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so you you had a couple questions for me. Go ahead. What what do you got?
4: First one is like, what made you guys start the podcast?
1: Uh, we have a lot of time to kill, uh, waiting for our kids to train and practice and we decided you know what all of our conversations they need to be recorded they people need to Mm -hmm. hear this stuff uh and we did it and it's fun what do you think you've listened a few times yeah do you enjoy it
4: yeah i listen to it like when when like i go to like games in like st louis which is like a 40-minute drive
1: so my son is nine how old are you mason 12 12 okay so every time the soccer dad pod comes on the screen, or if Jared calls me, you know what he says? Hmm. Earmuffs, and he covers his ears. Do you do the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your last question here? What do you got for me?
4: I have, like, I, I have, uh, who would uh, be your dream guest?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, my dream guest... You know, I, I honestly don't know how to answer that one because I think it could be somebody like as kids growing up, I would love to talk to somebody like Tab Ramos or Claudio Reina, old school U.S. players. But then you've got the European players like uh, Zinedine Zidane and, you know, the legends. So if I had to have uh, just one, probably Eric Cantona because mm-hmm. I just want to have a beer with that guy. I want to ask... Why he karate kicked a fan and all that crazy stuff. He was one of the best, even mm-hmm. though he played for Manchester United. Yeah. Who would be your dream guest ever? Like, you had your own show. You could interview whoever you wanted in the soccer world. Who's the one?
4: Messi, probably.
1: Messi. You're, you're a Messi guy, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So is your dad. <laughs> for sure. Rick, who's your dream interview?
6: Yeah. Um... I would, yeah. Uh, the messy thing is probably up there. Um,
1: but you know, his English isn't that good. No, <laughs> I don't even.
6: Yeah, you don't. You rarely hear him speaking English. <laughs> um, you know, when you when you want to talk old school and we were kids and stuff like that. You know, um, you know some of the old guys, the old steamers guys. And I know you've talked to, you know, Rose and Duran and those guys. And you, you know, those are your guys. But you know, I think mine was always. Like Ricky Davis and Cacciatore and some uh, of those guys. Yeah, you know, um, those were the guys that I I really would watch. Pretty much, well, Redmond Lane coached me for a while, so yeah, we were out there at uh, what
1: is that, Van Fossen <laughs> yeah. Fields? Yeah,
6: it's crazy. Yeah. But I think those guys because they were the little little fast dudes, kind of like I was. So. You know, shout out. For, <laughs> shout out for the little guy. OK, I don't
1: know. That's officially a stopping point. Well, hey, guys, he has a bonus question. Oh, let's hear the bonus question. What you got?
4: What did feel like losing the sectional final to my dad's winning PK? I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> you know, I edit this show, right? So officially you are dead to me, Mason.
4: Go
1: All right, guys, uh, I was even being nice playing a little like pseudo Collinsville connection here. I am on the way out. Uh, But I might seriously edit this episode.
6: (laughs) (laughs) What do you say now? All right, man. What do you say?
4: Thank you. You're
6: welcome, dude. You guys be good. We'll catch up with you next time.
4: Yep, bye. I'm Max, and I'm nine years old. When I'm not playing soccer, jumping on a trampoline, or playing Xbox, with permission, of course, I listen to the Baked In Podcast with Josh Allen. Josh talks to some of the most incredible business leaders in St. Louis. From Maxine Clark of Build-A-Bear to Gerard Kraft, the chief flavor officer for my favorite team, St. Louis City SC. There's something for everyone. If you're interested in the secret sauce of success, check out the Baked In podcast. Now, back to those old guys.
0: Fellers, Is it closing time? It's
1: closing time. Game, set, okay. match. Match. To the tie. <laughs>
2: American's Sl- favorite result.
1: slow Missouri State after 90. 1-1. One, one. Got a 1-1. One, one.
0: It's a- like kissing your sister. Uh... Maybe. That's, That's what it's called. I never had a sister. I that, kissing, well, I don't have a kissing sister. Kissing your cousin. No, mm. uh, like tying to like kissing your sister. In. <laughs> I don't... I'd like to look up how many ties it's been between Missouri State or Southwest Missouri State and SLU. Well, SLU. Johnny Klein
2: said he was 1-1-1, one, one, and one, so, you yeah. know, it's, it's uh, likely.
0: I tied every time except for once, and we lost. Suck.
2: It's an intense matchup. I mean, it, I, I, I was asking JB... If I was miss, but it didn't seem as intense as the the uh, Slu IU game at at The spring game
1: two years ago.
0: Well, and the reason that is is because of the St. Louis connection. So if you got the Bears coming in with the United Nations, and I'm a Bear, and so I'll call spade a spade. If you have five kids from St. Louis on that squad, this changes the game. Yeah, and IU. Guess what? They have five kids on that yeah, spot in St. True. Louis. That's a good point. So it's different. Yep. Well, I
1: think at the point. at the end of the day, you know, obviously we watched the game and those that watched it on television, um, they saw the same thing we did. You have just simply high-quality collegiate okay. soccer, um, you know, Missouri State on paper on its roster and based on the ranking is a clear uh, contender. It's, a, it's becoming a power team. You have Slu that has the tradition, legacy, and um, a, a, a coach and a roster that is forming, growing into, um, you know, better results. Yeah. And you get you get ninety minutes of solid, high pace, good collegiate soccer. But we're out
2: here; it's it's post game, and there are two Missouri State players that are running laps one twenties one twenties right now. And uh, I feel I feel a little a little bad. I don't
1: feel bad. I
0: mean I don't can, feel bad. We for can him. call him over here and well, ask him I mean, what I, he did
1: wrong.
2: Dude, I'm
0: envious for him. I mean <laughs> you wanna
1: go out there and
2: run they're
0: eighteen in a Missouri skate uh, Missouri State's case, uh, till twenty five. In <laughs> Slew's case they're seventeen to twenty two. Um uh, I'm know. envious of their age and what they're doing. Sure, no, that, I get that. Yeah, a, you, you know, run, fuckers.
2: Well, I just I, I want to say this has been such a great experience for me personally to be out here at Herman to see all these these folks to see my alma mater play against Slu, but also just the the folks that have come by. I mean, we we've 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 run into a couple former guests. We had Johnny Klein. We had. Kyle Hebert, uh, Mason, our time, our time. Uh, so I mean, we've crushed it tonight. I think. Well,
0: think about, uh, I'm. You know, we done this. Uh, box checked. I am so excited for this weekend, and I don't know when JB's <laughs> going to release this, but we got sporting yeah. our JB's best. Friends from across the street uh, across the state. KC says what? We got Oktoberfest. <laughs> we, and,
2: have and we have the most glorious City, we weekend a, ever. We have, we have Oktoberfest. We have City versus SKC, and we have City Two's first playoff game this season against San Jose Quakes on Sunday. Uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great weekend to be in the loo And our boys are playing up in uh, Minneapolis well, area
1: with. And I get to drive to Nashville on Sunday when I wake up. Because Beckett and his brother are going to Drake. Oh, another Canadian connection. You know? Yeah, you know,
2: those Canadians are everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Infiltrating. Hey, I, you know, I
1: th- here's my- When are we going to build that wall, you know? <clears throat> What's that? When are we going to build that wall? <laughs> yeah, between Ken. Uh, can- <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my takeaway for those that are listening. Uh, Kids, fans, parents, etc. Uh, j- you need to come out to. You got to come to these games. It's fun uh, for the kids that are wondering about collegiate soccer, uh, thinking they might want to play, want to go down that path. You got to come and see what it really you looks really like, should. right? Yeah, I agree. Um, you, you know, because it's fast. These, it's 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 high quality soccer. It's fun, and it's a great environment. Um, so I want to th- I want to thank Slu Kevin it, Kalish. It's and-
0: the best grass field in the area except for city park that nobody gets to set foot on. <laughs>
1: You're right. Yeah. It's uh, it's beautiful. So thank you, Kevin Kalish and team here at SLU for uh, allowing us to come and crash party a little bit. Uh, fellas uh, appreciate your time. Um, and uh, you know, b- would be remiss uh, Crescent plumbing, Axies P- physical therapy and the pinnacle loans. Uh, all three of you uh, organizations. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. We are going to hit the road here. You guys got any parting shots for me?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, And and we talked about coming out and watching games. Um, Coming up at Herman Stadium, uh, these same guys play September 30th, Saturday, first Rhode Island, and then they turn around a week later and play October 7th here at LaSalle. So when we got fall colors, hoodie weather, if you're into watching soccer, Come Come out, out. watch these two Saturday evening primetime games. You will have a lot of fun if you're a soccer fan.
1: Agreed. Love it. Thank you, boys, for joining. Uh, Give us a follow. Give us a share. That's the simplest way to support the show. Uh, And we will catch you next time. We're out of here.